Welcome back to Christian's Colloquy. I'm Christian, and I'm so glad that you could join me again today. First things first, I want to start by saying Happy New Year. That was, again, a surprise to me. If you watched last week's episode, I didn't realize that the day of release Friday was Christmas Day. And that shocked me again this week when I noticed that today, the day of release, is New Year's Day. So instead of getting back to my series on congregationalism, here I am again with a special New Year's sort of message for you. So... What is this New Year's message? Last week, I showed us John Newton's Emmanuel sermon. Great and wonderful sermon. I hope you check that out. And today, we're heading back to John Newton. He has in his hymn book, The Only Hymns, you can see that in the works of Newton, he has hymns for the occasion. And some of them are on the administering of the sacraments, baptism in the Lord's Supper. Some of them are in the face of trials like earthquakes. But he also has hymns for the occasion of a new year, the close of an old year and the beginning of a new. So I'm going to read to you one of his hymns on the new year. It's called Ebenezer. And to get into that, I'm going to introduce what an Ebenezer is. That's the title of the hymn. But what does that have to do with the new year? How is John Newton going to talk about the new year, the close of the old, the beginning of the new with a hymn called Ebenezer? And then I'm going to share some reflections based on that hymn for us as we move in from 2020, rough year, yikes, into 2021. So here we go. What is an Ebenezer? So to give you an idea of what it is, I'm going to go back to the main biblical passage that John Newton himself referenced in writing this hymn called Ebenezer. So let me read you this verse and then explain a little bit. 1 Samuel 7.12 Then Samuel took up a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer. For he said, Till now the Lord has helped us. So, what is an Ebenezer? Why are we talking about this? An Ebenezer, in this story, I encourage you, read the entire passage. It's a wonderful book, 1 Samuel in general, but check it out. It is a stone of remembrance and commemoration. As we just read, Samuel raised up this stone, this Ebenezer, as a visible sign of what the Lord has done for Israel in his time from that point uh, uh, going back. And that was essentially what it is. It was a shrine, a point, a place where people could look at the stone and think back, oh yeah, think about all those great and wonderful things that God has done for us. Commemorate what God's help has provided. And it was that sort of theme that John Newton now brings into this hymn. He starts the hymn, the title of the hymn is Ebenezer, which many of the great hymnists of the past use to draw people into reflection and remembrance. Just as ancient Israel did through these stones, Christians throughout history must be a people of reflection and remembrance. Let's think back, whether it's through a hymn or through looking at a stone raised up for this purpose, to what God has done for us, all the great and wonderful blessings and mercies he has poured out. So that's what John Newton does with the close of a year and the beginning of a new. He says, let's think back to all the Lord has done, what help he has provided. And that's a little interesting. Right before I read the hymn, I want to note, often when we think about New Year's, whether it's the close of the old, the beginning of the new, a lot of people are tempted to just think about the future. And you'll see this with the discussion of New Year's resolutions. People want to talk about what are we going to do differently? What are we going to change? What are we going to try now in this new year? Thinking about their future selves or their future context. And I think that has been a big part, especially for this year, 2020 into 2021. A lot of people just briefly think, man, 2020 really sucked. And of course, with the novel coronavirus, it did really suck for a lot of reasons, big time. There was 
a lot of hardship, especially with health and uh, employment and school, a lot of challenges. So people want to think about the future, want to talk about, ooh, vaccine, hopefully that works. Or they want to say, oh, 2021, I'm going to try harder to take care of my health, especially thinking about all the discussions about health this past year. But to get to that point, to talk about the future, John Newton, I believe, brings us where we need to go. We need to talk about the past. We need to think about the past. And for Christians, we understand part of thinking about the past, perhaps the most important part, is thinking about what God has done, what we have to be thankful for. And that's going to be the big theme. But before I move on, let me just read this hymn, Ebenezer, great hymn. I'll leave a link to it down below. But right now, let me read it out and you follow along. The Lord, our salvation and light, the guide and the strength of our days, has brought us together tonight, a new Ebenezer to raise. The year we have now passed through, his goodness with blessings has crowned. Each morning his mercies were new, then let our thanksgiving abound. Encompassed with dangers and snares, temptations and fears and complaints, his ear he inclined to our prayers, his hand opened wide to our wants. We never besought him in vain, when burdened with sorrow or sin, he helped us again and again, or where before now had we been? His gospel throughout the long year, from Sabbath to Sabbath he gave. How oft has he met us here, and shown himself mighty to save. His candlestick has been removed from churches once privileged thus, but though we unworthy have proved, it is still continued to us. For so many mercies received, Alas, what returns we have made! His spirit we often grieved, and evil for good have repaid. How well it becomes us to cry, Oh, who is a God like to thee, who pathest iniquities by, and plungest them deep in the sea? To Jesus who sits on the throne, our best hallelujahs we bring. To thee it is owing alone that we are permitted to sing. Assist us, we pray, to lament the sins of the year that is past, and grant that the next may be spent far more to thy praise than the last. What a beautiful hymn. I encourage you, please check it out down below. Read it again. Read it. Think about it. Meditate on it and what it is communicating. Right now, I just want to highlight two things that the hymn does and then share a brief reflection. The hymn points out two great things about our lives. First of all, it points out who we are and what we have done, and then it discusses who God is and what he has done. What should we note about ourselves? First of all, we should note that we are ever in need of God. As we think about the past year in our lives, and this is speaking to us now, think about all the ways that we have fallen short. Think about all the ways that we failed to do what we should have done, all the ways that we did what we should have done, but we only did half a job. Think about all the opportunities we missed to be good, honest people. Places we missed our opportunities to serve God and serve our neighbor. And that, as John Newton points out, is great cause for lament. We, as we think back in the past year, should note all the places where we just didn't do what we were supposed to do. And that's something that should trouble us, something that should cause us to think back and be sorrowful and recognize our sin. But that's only half the picture. As we think back and we think about our failings and shortcomings, we have to note what God has been doing. Despite our sin, despite our rightful sorrow and lament over sin, we must recognize all the ways that God has still blessed us. 
God has still poured out his mercy and his grace. And I think that's something, thinking about 2020, we all have to note. It was a hard year, it was a tough year. But throughout that year, God has poured out his blessings and mercies. I know for a lot of us, it was a hard year as we encountered various situations where people we know have been sick or have died because of uh, coronavirus. Or for many of us, we noticed how just job security is something we can't take for granted. A lot of us lost jobs. A lot of us had a hard time with new school semesters and programs. And I know for myself, a lot of people experienced that worse than I did. I've been tremendously blessed this past year. But as we think about all those hardships, whoever you are, we have to note that we still have cause to be thankful. And that's a key theme. Think about it right now. If you're watching this video right now or listening to this on a podcast right now, you have so many things to be thankful for. First of all, you're still alive. You still have your health to some extent. You have the internet. What a great blessing this has been the past year. Being able to, despite isolation and lockdown restrictions, being able to connect with one another, that has been such a great blessing. For those of us in churches who have closed or have been greatly reduced because of restrictions and the hardship there, think about the ways the internet has still brought us together. I know at my church, that has been a wonderful blessing, having our prayer meetings being able to meet online, our small groups, and even our members meetings as town halls being online, seeing each other. What a blessing. And in a lot of ways, the blessings go on from there. Think about all the new questions you had to think about and wonder about, and all the great reflections and thoughts those have brought about life, about faith, about our place in the world. While it might have been hard, I think a lot of us can say confidently that the hardship of 2020 has brought blessings in ways that we could have never expected. And that we all have to recognize. Those are gifts that come from God. God is the one who brings us his hope, working through the ordinary means of providence, but also some of us have noted in great and spectacular, miraculous ways, God has been blessing us throughout this past year. And how does John Newton bring that together? Well, the last stanza of the hymn really does it. As we think about our shortcomings from the past year, all the ways that we failed in the midst of hardship, and as we think about the blessings God has wrought in the midst of hardship, we need to now, in after that reflection, after that remembrance, after beholding that Ebenezer, we need to recognize we must turn to God anew. This upcoming year, as it was for John Newton, and for us moving into 2021, we need to move into this year with a renewed effort to praise God, recognizing what he has provided in Jesus Christ. We talked about it last time, Emmanuel, how the great blessing that Jesus Christ brings is as God with us is the reconciliation that can be found in him. Through Jesus Christ, once enemies with God, as all humanity born in sin, we can become friends of God. We can become sons and daughters of God through Jesus Christ. What a blessing that is and something we need to recognize and then embrace and then pour out in praise. We need 2021 to be a year of praise and thanksgiving. And building off of praise and thanksgiving, it can then be a year of hope. A lot of people looking into 2021, thinking about the hardship of 2020, are discussing all the reasons to be hopeful, whether it's a vaccine, new opportunities, new chances, new efforts. But we all need to recognize true hope needs to be found in Jesus Christ. 
A month ago, I preached a sermon at my church about hope in this divided world, thinking largely about the social and racial issues throughout the Western world right now, but also speaking to coronavirus. I'll leave a link to that. But the theme of that was recognizing we have all sorts of reasons to hope. And that's true for 2021, whether it's a political leader, whether it's a vaccine, whether it's some sort of change we're going to rot in ourselves, if it's a new routine, a new workout regimen, a new job opportunity, whatever it might be, but recognizing that all these hopes are temporal, they can fail, they're fickle. We need a source of hope that can honestly stand the test of time, that can face any challenge. And I encourage you, as you reflect, hopefully, on 2020, and then after that reflection, think about 2021, realize that the source of hope that we need is Jesus Christ. He is the source of hope that speaks to today and speaks to the future. Christians right now, think about any moments of peace, satisfaction, provision you experienced in 2020 and realize that that will be brought in fullness in the future by Jesus Christ. And that is a reason to hope. His promise is sure. A lot of us realize we need peace now. We need provision. We need security. Recognize that Jesus Christ is the only one who can bring that in its fullness. Only Jesus Christ can bring provision deliverance and satisfaction in their full and complete states and he will do that it is promised and wit will be fulfilled so i encourage you think about that as you reflect on the year a lot of us will only reflect and think about reasons to be thankful when it's thanksgiving in october or november depending where you are but let this time this new year season be a time where you also think about the last year, reasons to be thankful, reasons to praise God, and then allow that to shape our hope as we move into 2021, not just for our year, but also for our lives, and recognize that at the center of this hope must be Jesus Christ, God who took on flesh, the one who is worthy of all our praise. Anyway, that's it for me now. I truly hope that you have a happy new year and that you are exceedingly blessed in 2021, that you seek God for his blessing, for his security, for his provision, and that you will continue to join me here on Christian's Colloquy. I have a lot of things planned for 2021. I hope that you will join me. I hope you will be part of this conversation and that you will be someone who is in dialogue with me. Again, it's a colloquy. It's a dialogue with myself people from church history, and hopefully you, my audience. Anyway, that's it for me. May God bless you in 2021. Take care.